0: Lifeway. Lifeway, Leadership. Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network.
1: I'm Derek Hannah.
0: And I'm Maddie Galea. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel centered ministry every week. Hello, Derek.
1: Maddie, this is the first time that we have uh hosted the one thing together
0: it's true we've never done this before how does it feel yeah it feels good you know be yeah. great you know you're in the room we were in real life but That's this right. is be good
1: absolutely and look we have got you on because you are uh, an expert in the topic we're talking about today you won't say that and you'll play it down uh but uh, you okay. know a lot about what we're talking about today which is why we've got you on so that i don't say anything stupid uh because scott never allows me to say anything stupid either Um, uh, but to really dig into what I think is a really helpful tool for planners and people in ministry.
0: I'm excited it should be good. The One Thing's brought to you by Geneva Push, the Australian church planning network. We're also proudly part of the LifeWare Leadership Podcast Network. This episode is also sponsored by Ministry Group which helps your church to develop more leaders according to the leadership pipeline framework. For the special Australian version of Ministry Grid, go to churchinaboxonline forward slash ministry hyphen grid. We'll put that link in the show notes. But for now, you've pressed play on another episode of The One Thing, the Church Planner Assessment Tool. So Derek, for those of us who don't know anything about the Church Planner Assessment Tool, uh, can you just give us a bit of context and background um, and tell us what it is?
1: Well, we've been working with Lifeway for a number of years and uh, we developed uh, a tool, an Australian version of a tool they'd previously developed called the CPCA, uh, Church Planned Competency Assessment. It's uh, an online tool research that helps people who are thinking about church planning and often wider gospel ministry as well, identify strengths and weaknesses uh so they had done it for the context in the u.s uh, we did research um and adapted it for here the cpca and we're still using the cpca as well over here uh it's a really really helpful tool for helping church planners identify uh strengths and weaknesses um but you've used it as well Maddie, for a number of years you you run the recruit area for geneva Push. how have you seen it used for us
0: Yeah, so often um, in the recruit uh, process, maybe we're talking to a a young guy at a Bible college, MTS, um, maybe a high-level volunteer in uh, just a local church. Uh, It's really used as a conversation piece to kind of get to know him, maybe his strengths and his weaknesses um, and where he kind of, I guess how we can help him move along in his ministry journey. Um, So it's, yeah, just a tool to help us ask uh, some questions and press into different areas.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's not um, you should plant or you shouldn't plan or you should be in ministry and you shouldn't be in ministry. It's a conversation piece. And the, the CBCA we've used from Lifeway is based on pretty rigorous research. It's really, really helpful. Um, uh, but we're, we're talking about something that we have developed in conjunction with that. So it's sitting side by side, a different part of the pipeline um, for people thinking about gospel ministry And it's a slightly different tool that we've developed uh, that we're talking about today. It doesn't replace the CBCA. It kind of sits a little bit further, uh, earlier in the pipeline uh, for people thinking about gospel ministry.
0: Yeah. Uh, So there are other tools. You know, we're all well informed about Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, DISC. They're quite enjoyable to take and find out your results. Um, What's the difference between all those tools and um, this one that we've created?
1: Yeah, so those ones and I um I always lean towards the MBTI. That's what I've been trained in to do. And I really like the MBTI, but any RAM disk. Their, their personality profiling or not profiling, assessment tools, so preferences. Uh, so MBTI is what's my natural preference? How do I normally tick? Uh, that's a, a wiring question in some ways. How am I wired? And that is an important question um, to dig into and understand if you're in gospel ministry or if you just want to be a self-aware person, hugely important to understand. Okay. Um, but the difference between those and what we're pushing into here, what we've developed is we have a set of Uh, core competencies within Geneva Push that we've identified for gospel workers. These are biblical core competencies that we want to push into for anyone applying for church planning or thinking about, in fact, gospel ministry. And alongside that, we have developed a number of uh, ministry styles that relate to different church planting models. So whether it's parachute planting or bivocational or multi-site, whatever it might be, some of the particular ministry styles and characteristics you might need if you're going to find yourself in that church planting or church leadership context. So we built a tool uh, for anyone to do uh, quite early on as they're thinking through gospel ministry or as they're leading churches and they're trying to find people within church and help have that conversation, um, we build a tool that pushes into these biblical convictions and characteristics as well as some of the ministry styles that align with church planners. So that's, that's what we've done in the last six months or so has taken us.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I guess kind of pushing into that a bit more, I talked a little bit about personality, um, kind of, I I guess I'm thinking I have the stereotype in my head or the caricature of the guy in the skinny jeans who's the church planner and he's really charismatic and, yep, he could be a great church planner. And if I'm not like that, maybe I'm thinking uh, it's just not for me. Um, How does, I guess, what's the relationship between my personality? Am I suited for church planting? How strong is that uh, correlation?
1: Yeah, good question. What's am I allowed to ask, Mandy? What's your Myers Briggs personality
0: type? Oh dear, you are allowed to ask. I think. Um, well, you you did it with me. What am I? I, I know
1: it. I've got um, I've got all the staff personality <laughs> types behind me on my walls. So I know. I'm just. Would you like to tell people so yeah, they can no, I to be
0: honest, I forget. I know which enneagram I am. Um, because I, I didn't. I always wanted a different number. Um, what well, Myers Briggs am my I, Derek?
1: You are ENFJ, but...
0: Yes, that's true. Yes, that's true.
1: But, yeah, sometimes you, you do present as ENFP. So the question you're asking is, you know, can you take those Myers-Briggs or any RAM or DISC and say, this person's a church planner? I would say absolutely not. Absolutely not. Those things are really good for understanding how I tick,
0: mm-hmm. uh, but
1: they say nothing of character. Uh, they say nothing, nothing of ability either. So it might be sometimes, like you pointed to the archetype, uh, church planner, tight pants, big beard, lots of coffee drinking. If you were going to do the same thing in Myers-Briggs, you'd say, well, the ENTP is generally the Myers-Briggs um, or ENTJ, extroverted, big picture thinking, um, strategic uh, kind of planning person. And the P in the J, you know, can go either way, but the P will be the person who is last minute fly by the seat of their pants, uh, which often church planning feels like. But, that is absolute rubbish. If you are going to try and pick a church planter from that, you are going to pick the wrong people, mm-hmm. because at the heart of any gospel ministry is character. It is absolutely character. That's the first thing that we are thinking about. So Myers Briggs is really helpful for helping people think how they're going to react in different situations, how they're going to run a team, how they're going to deal with volunteers, what their pressure points and stress points are going to be. Um, so we we do have that conversation with with planters. How are you wired? that conversation around the MBTI, what's your personality, hugely important, but there's no point in having that conversation if the character is not there, if there is not a, a biblical conviction to what a Christian leader looks like and evidence of that character. So the, when we're thinking through uh, with people around church planting, the first place we want to start is character. Character is king. Character is always king, which is why we've defined these uh, core competencies, these core characteristics, which this CP, CPAT that we've called, Church Planner Assessment Tool, um, which it first and initially digs into their character and where they're at in their relationship with Jesus, how they understand grace, what it looks like to be an effective overseer of the church, what it looks like to be a courageous shepherd of the church as well, what it looks like to be evangelistically, uh, urgently minded. Maybe not that capital E evangelist who ends up in conversation about Jesus every time they meet someone. Or that's great if you are, but sometimes those people don't make great church planners because they just want to do it all themselves. And so actually church planners need to be gatherers and deployers as well. So this the the idea that a particular personality type is a good church planner, I I just I think that's crazy. I think it's crazy. Church planners come in all shapes and sizes all different personality types, but at their heart, what this Pat that we're doing is trying to do is identify, one, the biblical characteristics that, are, that should be at the heart of every church planter and every gospel worker, I would argue as well, as well as with some of the questions around the church planning models, help identify what do church planters in those contexts, in those situations, parachute, multi-site, bivocational, what traits do they normally exhibit? For just let me give you a quick example. I mean by that. Um, so a multi-site, we've got a whole podcast series on this, but very quickly, a whole multi-site church leader needs to be someone who is a team player at heart. They need to be sold out for their sending church, or for the church they're a part of the multi-site. They can't act like a pioneer planner might, or even a mother-daughter planner might um, act like in some ways. In that mother-daughter and pioneers, they want to move towards independence. Now, it may be that after five years of a multi-site plan, there's a decision to make that independent. But while they're part of the multi-site, they need to be sold out for the whole. So there's a particular characteristic within that, a particular trait of people, a leaning on people uh, that we know multi-site leaders need to have. um, And alternatively, for a parachute planner. There's particular characteristics around being amazing networkers and, and gatherers and deployers of people that they need to have. So that's that's the kinds of things we're looking for. The Myers Briggs are how my wide question, really important question, um, but in some ways it's a secondary question, a self awareness question, um, in order for you to understand how you lead, how other people tick, and therefore how you do that well.
0: Yeah, great. All right, Derek. So who should be using the CPAT? Is it just for someone who's about to church plan or what kind of category do they fall into?
1: Yeah. Um, well, just to talk about, there's so many acronyms flying around. So uh, I apologise for that if you're listening and you're not as familiar as, um, as Maddie and I live in this world and so are constantly throwing this around. The CPCA, which is a Lifeway one, Again, a brilliant tool. Uh, and they've just mm-hmm. redesigned it. It's on MinistryGrid now, ministrygrid.com. Uh, it's yep. on there and you can, in fact, pay for it and use it. Um, and they've done an amazing job updating that. They've got a disk analysis in there uh, that's based on research. Uh, there's a number of things in there. Um, it's very thorough. Uh, there's a 360 aspect to that as well where you get feedback from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're using that for people who are uh, moving towards church planning. So we're doing where we're doing a full assessment for them, uh, where they're quite close to deciding where and when they might church plan. Uh, we're still using the CPCA. But right at the very beginning of the conversations where we're talking about this CPAT, the CPAT tool, um, it's only 15, 20 minutes. And our hope for it is this. It's a, it's a conversation piece just a conversation starter that anyone who is thinking about gospel ministry, whether they're doing MTS, whether they're at college or way back in the chain, whether they're just leaving high school and they're thinking about what to do and they want to have a conversation with someone about what their strengths and weaknesses are. Obviously, it'll look different at different points in your life, but all through those pipelines, that initial conversation, uh, we have developed this in order for us to help people ask questions and take the next step towards gospel ministry. Mm. Um, So we would love to see, we'll be using it obviously within Geneva push. Um, We would love to see and train church leaders to use it for their context, uh, for the people within their congregation, whether it's MTSs, whether it's um, lay leaders, it doesn't matter. Um, But we're hoping to use this uh, in any number of contexts where people are thinking, what would it look like for me to move towards gospel ministry? What areas might I need to grow in? We think this will be a really, really helpful tool.
0: So, Derek, um, I'm a female. Uh, should I, just in case you didn't know, <laughs> uh, should I do the church planner assessment tool?
1: Absolutely, should. Yeah, absolutely, should. It's um, it's about people moving towards gospel ministry. Mm. And so while Geneva Push is a complementarian organisation, and so in terms of um, people who will lead church plans, we would actually say we we assess couples together because they are the first team in church planning. But obviously the complementarian stance that we have, um, you know, it it does shape how it is that uh, we see churches being led. Um, But in terms of people being involved and actively involved in gospel ministry, Um, We would say, uh, male, female, you need to be asking the same questions. There are millions of people who are lost. The churches that we've partnered with across Australia in our planting network, um, they have a track record of raising up and deploying people across the board, irrespective of gender, into gospel ministry, whether that's in a paid or a lay capacity. Uh, we are actively involved in raising up leaders across the board to see them reach the lost and mature the saints. It doesn't matter. So whether you are male or female, it does not matter. This is an incredibly helpful tool for you asking that question. What does it look like for me to be involved in gospel ministry and what are the next steps that I should take? So, yeah, absolutely, male, female, doesn't matter. Take the test. Uh, Really helpful conversations come out of it. The, the key to this as well is sitting down with someone afterwards and working through it
0: mm. because this
1: tool will not tell you, yes, you should or, you know, you shouldn't go into gospel ministry. It doesn't do that. It provides a context for a conversation. So you've got to do this stuff in relationship. If you do it, take it to your senior pastor and sit down and do it. If you're a senior pastor and you want to talk through it, call Genevieve Bush and we'll have a conversation. Uh, but it's a conversation piece in order to help you take the next step. Uh, not a yes and no diagnostic
0: so Derek I heard the other day you uh, took Scott Sanders the director of Reach Australia through the CPAT Um, how did that go can we see his results what are his (laughs) strengths and weaknesses (laughs) give us the dirt
1: yeah we'll post his uh, results in the show notes (laughs) (laughs) no no he did it so because uh, we asked all staff to do it as well and we sent it to directors just so we see how it would it would work um and scott did and he did seriously he, he took time to work through it and then scott and i um were, spent some time working through it so i could work out what the conversation looked like with that and it was a really helpful conversation um the the cpat reflected both his strengths and weaknesses as we worked through it, uh, raised a couple of questions, gave us an opportunity to talk through them. So even a guy who is a very high-capacity leader uh, like Scott Sanders benefited from that half-hour conversation uh, in, yeah, in working through the test. So I would say, look, if you're early on in the piece and you're thinking, you should do it. If you are leading a church as well, um, I would say it's an incredibly helpful thing to do also.
0: Yeah, great. So, in summary of today, the church plan assessment tool is a conversation starter. It's 15 minutes, it costs $15, and it's great to use if you're someone considering full-time ministry or if you're in full-time ministry. Derek, tell us what's in the toolbox.
1: Um, if you go to the toolbox, you will see some links to the CPAT and to go and do it. There'll be a link in there for that. Or you can go to GenevaPush.com slash YPlantChurches or GenevaPush.com slash Get Assessed, Get Assessed. Those links are in the show notes you'll see there. Um, I want to add as well for the CPAD, I want to say if you lead a church, uh, you lead a ministry, and you're thinking about either for yourself or for the people you lead, how to use this, whether it might be helpful, I want to put an offer out there. If you lead a church, and you do the CPAD, um, I'll walk you through that report that gets generated out of that for two reasons. One, to walk you through it, see what kind of comes up and help you think through your next steps or your growth and strength areas, but also to help give you a model for what it would look like for you to walk through that with someone in your church. Mm -hmm. So if you do the CPAD, you let me know. And I'll find half an hour where me or someone even more qualified than me will walk you through that. So it's a genuine offer. I would love to speak to you about that. We want to see this used and deployed around the country for the good of churches, for the raising up of the next generation. Also, if you want to learn more about the church planning models, there's a whole series as I flagged on that. Episodes 128 through to 135. Uh, We'll put some links to those as well in the show notes. And let me drive you once again towards Ministry Grid, churchinthebox.online forward slash ministry hyphen grid. It's a great tool um, for training, for deploying, for raising up leaders in your church. I'm using it for the guys who are planning churches next year to deploy all the training for them because we can't do it face-to-face because of COVID. And so we're using Ministry it's incredibly convenient very helpful easy to put together so churchinbox.online forward slash ministry hyphen grid
0: and if you liked what you heard today on the one thing we'd appreciate it if you take a moment to rate the show on iTunes and even leave us a comment thanks for joining us for another episode of the one thing I'm Derek Hanna and I'm Maddie Galea chat soon